In today's episode, I talk about Irish music and flubber. Sorry, I'm your host, Derek Brink, and you are listening to Empty Checking. Checkmates, it's your old Uncle Derek coming at you here. I uh, hope you're having an okay week. I am kind of not, personally. I've had a very taxing, very emotional week. I uh, I won't go into too much detail because it's an ongoing situation and, you know, it's, it's personal and all that. But uh, my dad had a little bit of an accident. He's in the hospital, had uh, had a fracture in his femur. And that's uh, that's a tough one to fracture. That's that's the uh, imagine from your knee up to your hip. It's that bone. It's the I think thickest bone in the human body, and he fractured it. And uh, so you know, Dad's never been one to underachieve. Uh, so he uh, he had a surgery on that to insert some stuff into his leg and bone that's gonna make him strong again. And now he's working on the getting strong part in a medical rehab facility. Uh, as you can imagine, in the midst of a pandemic, that is a difficult place to be. It's near impossible to get in to see him if you're one of his kids, uh, particularly if anybody else has been in to see him that day. He's allowed one visitor per day, and that is it. Like, if that person leaves, a different person can't come in. So I, uh, I don't get to see my dad very much right now when... Uh, I really feel like I should be being as supportive as I can. So I'm trying to at least text him every day. And uh, I will get to see him over the weekend, I think. It uh, looks like I'll probably get to see him on Saturday. But it's just kind of tough not being able to be there for somebody that you love. And uh, that's that's sort of what's going on in my neck of the woods right now. Harder on Dad, I know that, but it's it's kind of hard to you know, be sitting on the outside twiddling my thumbs just hoping he's okay. Uh, so that's that's kind of what I'm going through. Honestly, it's one of those things where I thought about just not doing an episode this week and putting something up on the blog, which you should always go to the blog if you don't get an episode and find out why. But numbers with the show have been good enough lately. I felt kind of obligated to do something, even if it's not maybe my best show. Maybe I'm more distracted this time or something. I felt like I needed to do something just as an act of uh, uh, courtesy, and uh, there are people who listen to this every week, and I know that they enjoy it, so I want to give you something to enjoy, even when stuff's a little hard to enjoy on my end. So we're doing that. Uh, If I weren't doing this, I'd be sitting around my house doing something else that's also, you know, not helping Dad. So (laughs) I I may as well do this, you know. I, uh, I, I can do this, or I can sit on my couch and watch Star Trek, because I'm rewatching The Next Generation now because I got used to watching Star Trek and I miss it. So I I'm watching TNG again, so which is probably my favorite of the of the whole franchise. But uh I could either do that or I could do this. So I'm doing this. Um so uh, <laughs> happy St. Patrick's Day, I guess. Actually, you know what? Happy St. Patrick's Day. I think this one's going up on St. Patrick's Day. So 
so yeah, happy St. Patrick's Day to you guys. And uh, uh, I'm going to talk about some Irish stuff in a little bit here. Uh, St. Patrick's Day normally is a is an event in my family. In a year where there's not a pandemic and there is a parade, we'll, uh, we'll do stuff with that. We'll have some a family get-together. We'll enjoy ourselves. Even last year when the parade was shut down because of COVID, uh, my dad and his significant other and I got together and had some corned beef and cabbage, but uh, not so this year uh, for obvious reasons, both the pandemic and also dad's in the hospital. I think what's going to happen for me is I'm going to make myself a corned beef sandwich and have a Guinness. That's probably about what's going to happen on my end. Or uh, or actually, you know what? You know what? I'm going to talk about some Irish stuff here, and it's I've got... I've got Irish beers and Irish whiskeys in the house. I should, I like to do this show with a drink in hand. I just feel, it, it feels a little bit more sociable that way. So maybe, yeah, you know what? You guys stay here. You wait. Uh, I'll be right back. I'm going to go pour myself a glass of Jameson Irish whiskey. And that's how we're going to do this show. I'm going to do this with a glass of Jameson in hand. You stay here. I'll be back in a second. It occurred to me when I got into the kitchen that that was stupid. I just left the room and left the recording running. This show isn't live, nor is there a co-host who would have taken over if it were to talk to you. That was dumb and unprofessional. I'm going to have to edit this down, but I have my Jameson Irish whiskey with me, and I'm going to take a sip right now, so why don't you take a sip of whatever it is you're drinking as well. Good stuff. Tastes just how I remember it. I haven't had Jameson in a while, but I bought some knowing it was Irish month, so I just cracked open the bottle, and here's here's my glass. Uh, stay sane, stay safe. If you're not sober, then get rides home. If you're out somewhere, that's all that stuff. But uh, uh, yeah, Jameson is good. And uh, this St. Patrick's Day is certainly a different one for me. Probably is for a lot of you, too. And uh, it's 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 strange, but it's 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 okay. I hope that you get the chance to have your corned beef and cabbage, which actually has nothing to do with the Irish. That's not a traditionally Irish meal. Uh, I uh, boiling stuff is so that's like <laughs> if you have something boiled, the Irish boil everything. But uh, it's it there's really no real Irish connection to corned beef or cabbage. I. I think, this is just my guess, I've actually never looked into this, I probably should, but my guess is that it's just kind of the perfect meal to have on a heavy drinking day, because you get rip-roaring drunk at the parade, you stagger into your kitchen, you toss a bunch of stuff into a crock pot, and eight hours later, after you've passed out and woken up, you've got dinner. So that it's kind of perfect for that, but it, it really has nothing to do with the Irish at all, but we all eat it. You know, me, it might be sliced deli corned beef this year, but whatever, we're we're all taking part of it. I hope you've got a good one in your house, <laughs> despite what I may or may not have in mind. Uh, we're going to talk about some Irish stuff today, but before we do that, we're going to tell you the websites of interest to go to for the show. The show has a companion blog, which you should think of as your home base for the show, because sometimes there are posts between episodes. There's also a player on the blog. You can listen to the show while you're looking through pictures and reading stuff, and uh, isn't that handy? But the blog is over at emptychecking.blogspot.com. If you leave a comment on that, I'll see it. 
The show itself is hosted at emptychecking.podbean.com. That is another place that if you leave a comment, I will see it. Any place else I won't, because we are on every podcast app imaginable, but I don't check any of them. So if you don't want me to see your comment, you just want to say the show sucks, do it on Spotify, do it on Apple Podcasts, whatever. Just also hit like and subscribe, because that helps my visibility, but uh, I won't see those comments. I don't check that, or any other app. I will see it on the blog or on the Podbean. I will also see anything that you email in to db, that's my initials, db at derekbrink.com. I will read that and reply. I may even read your email on the show if I feel like it gives me enough to talk about for a little while. So try to be interesting, or try to be controversial or weird. Uh, tell me in it if you want to be named. Tell me in it if you want me to refer to you by uh, any gender terms that may not be obvious from whatever name you give me, and I will be glad to identify you or not on the show if I read your email. If you just like me and you want to know more about me and my music career, go on over to DerekRank.com. Plenty to click on there. And if you like the music that you hear throughout the show, it is all stuff that I wrote, and it's all available for absolutely free over at DerekBrink.Bandcamp.com. Just put in zero as your purchase price, and you can take it. I don't collect your email. I won't even know that you took it. I would just love it if you loved it. So this episode's colored by some personal difficulties, and it's also colored by the sort of bummer of not having a St. Patrick's Day parade to go to for the second year in a row. But we're still going to do a good episode, we're still going to talk about fun stuff, and we're going to start doing that pretty soon! something kind of interesting happened to me over the last week that I thought I'd share here. I thought this would be fun. I, uh, I got some notifications on my Twitter feed. Please, God, don't ever follow me on Twitter. I'm a grumpy, sweary old man on Twitter. I'm much more entertaining on Facebook and elsewhere. But uh, uh, my Twitter feed, I just kind of throw out whatever thoughts are in my head there, and somebody found a couple from back in August and liked them and commented on them. And uh, looking at his profile, because I just kind of went, who's this guy and why did he find this? It's actually one of the guys that works for YouTuber Jacksepticeye, who I really like. I'm a big fan of Jacksepticeye. I don't watch everything he does because he, he plays a lot of scary games and I live alone and that's hard for me. Uh, but I watch a lot of his stuff and I really like that guy. So it's just kind of cool that somebody from his show stumbled upon me. Uh, the interaction was he left a comment and I pressed like. That was the end of it. I'm not claiming that, like, oh, now I'm in with Jacksepticeye's people. No way. No way is that ever going to happen. They're they're good folks, and I like the product that they make. They don't know me from anybody else that they've ever stumbled upon on Twitter. So, But it was just kind of cool to see that. But the thing that they liked was what caught my attention, because they stumbled upon the thread of the... Uh, like 30 Robin Williams movies that I watched over last summer and I think even into early autumn. And uh, they stumbled upon that thread and particularly the tweets that I was writing about the movie Flubber. I guess uh, probably the guy that was poking around uh, just likes the movie Flubber and just found me because he was looking up Flubber. 
Uh, I don't know if Jack's going to do something on Flubber soon, but I, I hope so, and I would love to be quoted in that if you guys want to do that. I don't want anything from you. It'd just be cool. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so uh, it, uh, he, he commented on the Flubber stuff, and it just sort of made me scroll back through that, and it turns out that of all of those movies, I tweeted my ass off during Flubber. I just spent the entire time of watching Flubber, tweeting about Flubber, and loving tweeting about Flubber. It might have been the most fun I had watching any of those 30 movies, even though there are movies that I like more from Robin's career. Uh, I tweeted a lot about Flubber, which I watched immediately after having watched One Hour Photo. So that was an interesting shift in tone. I went back through the thread, and it was making me laugh, and I was having a good time just reading my own nonsense, and I thought I'd share it here with you, because I gave a quick review of Flubber on the episode where I talked about watching 30 Robin Williams movies, but I didn't go into detail on any of those movies, really, and uh, I thought this was an interesting one, and a fun one, and a stupid one to go into detail on, so you're getting an in-depth analysis of Flubber here in this segment, the 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 thing you always wanted, the segment you always wanted, Derek Talks Flubber, that's that's what you're getting right now. So, bearing in mind that I had just uh, watched One Hour Photo, here's how my tweet thread starts. And this is going to go for a while. I'll only step out of it once or twice as I read them. Here's how it started. Well, that was dark. Need to wind down with something lighter and more fun, I assume. Never seen it. So, in a complete shift of tone... And then I posted the picture of the title screen of Flubber, which uh, I will have to post on the blog because my next tweet says, What a crappy title screen, by the way. And it is. It's barely readable, and you have to see that. Go on over to the blog at emptycheckingblogspot.com to see the title screen of Flubber. Uh, you won't believe it. Uh, but uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to pause in between every tweet, but the last thing I just said was, what a crappy title screen, by the way. We're now going to get into it, and I'm just going to read the tweets as they happened, and uh, maybe I'll pause once or twice as stuff that is worth saying more about happens. So, back in. What a crappy title screen, by the way. Weird, passive-aggressive robot calendar... Thing. Hey, the lady who told Steve Martin he was fucked in planes, trains, and automobiles is in this. Neato! Ha <laughs> ha, this professor is so absent-minded. Say! Come on, it's been like 12 minutes, make with the flubber. Oh, it's the voice of the Little Mermaid as the weird horny robot, that's neat too. Hey, there's the flubber! It's so zany! Like so many people, Sarah lost her husband to Flubber, and hooked up with Steve-O from SLC Punk's dad. Which, stepping out of the thread, yeah, the guy that played Steve-O's dad from SLC Punk was in the movie, and that is all I can ever think of him as. He's done a lot of stuff, and he's more than just that, but he always kind of plays that. But, uh, uh, yeah, it was just kind of an interesting observation that he was in a kid's movie when I think of him as the guy from SLC Punk. Back into the thread. Just tell her about the Flubber guy. I'm sure she'll understand. It's goddamn Flubber. Was this their third attempt at a wedding? Well, you know what they say. Third time's a Flubber. That lady doesn't know shit from good Flubber. Will Wheaton. New goal. Get Will Wheaton to sign my copy of Flubber. Stepping out of the thread. If anybody out there can make that happen. If anybody out there can get me some kind of access to Will Wheaton... 
I will send it to him with a, with a self-return envelope just to get him to sign my copy of Flubber. I'm sure he gets Wesley Crusher stuff all the time. I want his signature on Flubber. If anyone can help me make that happen, I'll uh, d- d- say thank you, probably, on the show. Back in to the thread. Holy shit, Clancy Brown! This is one Flubber of a cast! Oh shit, Clancy Brown just got flubbered! Poor traumatized kid who's afraid of his window. He did nothing to deserve this flubbering. Is it weird that I'm kind of attracted to Weebo? He's flying the flubber out of that car. This again is uh, the Derek Brink Twitter thread of flubber tweets. Sarah dodged the bad guy's kiss. At least Robin isn't completely flubbered. Boy, he throws fruit at the back of a lot of people's heads in movies. Pausing there, he does. I don't know if you've ever noticed that. I watched 30 Robin Williams movies. He throws fruit at the back of a lot of people's heads in movies. The other iconic one is Mrs. Doubtfire, but it happens a lot. Watch a bunch of Robin Williams movies and look for that. It's a thing. No one's ever pointed it out but me, but it's a thing. So, back into the thread now. Oh, Weebo, I know what it's like to have your heart filled with flubber, but the person you flub is flubber flubby flub. Now sing part of your world. (laughs) Sorry, I made myself laugh. Uh, well, sure, Flubber and Basketball seem like a natural pairing. So, like, is the Flubber sentient? Because it seemed like it was early on, and maybe he killed it? It feels like maybe he shouldn't be doing any of this. Same old story. Not enough ballast, too much Flubber. Weebo is going to flub him all over again, isn't Flub? (laughs) I like this one. Brother from another Flubber. I was just afraid I wasn't going to get to say it. Next. Will Wheaton seems like an inconsequential part of this story. Bet that's the first and only time that's ever happened in his career. <laughs> I, uh, I want to step outside of the thread from that, too. Uh, I actually like Will Wheaton. That was a mean joke. Uh, that was based on, I know on the internet he gets a lot of shut up Wesleys and a lot of uh, stuff like that. Uh, and gets a lot of people posting the strange but also good meme at him, and, like, uh, the Wesley Crusher character, as inspirational as it was to some, was hated by so many more, and was treated inconsequentially and treated poorly by the writers at times. Uh, that's what that joke was about, was that, like, I know that he's often thought of as, like, oh, yeah, the kid from Star Trek, or maybe the kid from Stand By Me. Uh, I actually like Will Wheaton quite a bit. I don't always agree with him. There are times where I wish he would say more or different things than what he does, but uh, I he seems like a guy whose heart is in the right place and who I would probably enjoy a conversation with up until we didn't agree on something and then it would get uncomfortable. Uh, because I think we're both very similar people in a lot of ways, and I think we probably argue the same way, so that that would be a blow-up waiting to happen. I actually really like the guy, uh, but I just, that was a pot shot I couldn't not take. Uh, sorry if this ever gets to Will Wheaton. Uh, I still really want your autograph on my copy of Flubber. That would make me really happy. Uh, congratulations on being uh, sober for a few years. Uh, good on ya. I'm drinking a glass of Jameson right now. Uh, but good for you. Proud of you. Uh, hope that, uh, hope that you are able to stay the course on that. I really like when you show up and stuff and I didn't know you were in it. Uh, I, I, this was just a funny joke. Will Wheaton is never going to hear this fucking podcast, but anyway, back into the thread. 
Now the flubber is sentient again. If that's its natural state, then all these experiments are wrong. I believe that, by the way. Uh, did not anticipate that all flubber dance sequence. So far, the flubber is the cause of a lot of evil, but with a fun soundtrack, so I guess it's a hero? Oh no, the kids are removing their tacks that are allowing them to cheat via flubber, but thankfully Robin Williams is there to re-flubber them with more flubber. They won! Or did they? Wasn't the real winner the flubber? Unlucky at love, lucky at flubber. <laughs> I want that on a sampler in my house. Unlucky at love, lucky at flubber. Uh, back in. Weebo is the best person in the world. My heart and emotions are full of flubber. Poor sweet Weebo. And just like that, Robin Williams has the girl, the robot, the flubber, and so much more. Probably. I bet there's one more dastardly plot from Will Wheaton's dad. Oh, there it is. That was as fast as Greased Flubber. It's hard to say Greased Flubber, by the way. Try it at home right now. I'll give you a second. Try to say Greased Flubber. In fact, try th that whole sentence is harder. That was as fast as Greased Flubber. Try that. Can't do it, can ya? Not as easy as it sounds doing this fucking show, is it? Uh, back into the thread. Those bad men mean to fuck up the Flubber. Come on, Weebo! You're our only hope for a sequel! No! Not Weebo! You dicks! If Weebo isn't okay, then so help me, Flubber! This is worse than Johnny Five getting beat up in Short Circuit 2! Weebo can't die! All caps. Weebo can't die! You guys, I think Weebo died. I'm not okay. The word was stork, goddammit. Save Weebo, you dick! I have no idea what that one is referencing. I don't remember the word stork coming up in the movie at all, but that's... I enjoy the all caps, save Weebo, you dick. Uh, moving on. Weebo is going to have a daughter. That is fine, I guess. I'll still miss you, Weebo. I won't ever forget. Will Wheaton all smirking like he isn't about to have his ass handed to him by some flubber. <laughs> I was hard on Will Wheaton in this thread. I, I really do like Will Wheaton. Uh, I, I've said this, I think, on the show before. If Will Wheaton hadn't done his podcast, uh, Memories of a Future cast, uh, there would be no empty checking. I heard him do that and thought, oh, I, I think I can do this. He was kind of the inspiration for me to get into podcasting. I'm being a dick to him in this thread about Flubber. Uh, boy, I hope if this ever gets back to him, he has a sense of humor about Flubber. Uh, back into the thread. And why should the Flubber trust you after all you did to it in those experiments? Even by Flubber rules, I don't think this movie understands how punching works. Oh. Oh, don't swallow the Flubber. Wow, that Flubber blasted straight out of his ass. That's not something I thought I'd see. Wow, he's crazy top hat rich now. Gonna pause again. I don't know if he's crazy top hat rich as a result of the flubber blasting out of his ass. I don't remember how that happened. It's been since August since I watched this movie and I didn't retain that. But somebody, presumably Robin Williams, is crazy top hat rich at this point in the thread. Uh, back in. Telepresencing into your wedding seems normal in 2020. Also in 2021, it turns out. Uh, poor window kid. There's a kid who's afraid of his window in the movie, and stuff keeps happening involving Flubber right outside of his, mo his window and freaking him out. That's what that is. I remember that back in. What a weirdly fun movie. Plus, I got to say Flubber a shitload of times. Untrue of most of the movies in this thread. 
And that is the end of my flubber tweets. I hope you enjoyed that. I had fun doing it. Will Wheaton, please get in contact with me so I can apologize and ask you to sign my copy of Flubber. It would mean a lot to me. And if Jacksepticeye's people find this again, uh, I would very much like to come on an episode and just talk about Flubber. <laughs> that seems like it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, that, uh, that was a weird part of my week, and I made it a weird part of yours. I hope you enjoyed it. You now know pretty much the entire movie of Flubber. Uh, kind of, at least, anyway. I think you got the gist of it. And if you didn't, then, uh, go flub yourself. How about that? Uh, no, don't do that. I want to be nice to you. You're listening to the show. Your heart's in the right place. Uh, God bless you, and may the Flubber rise to meet you, and, uh, all of the other things. I guess. I, I, I don't know. There's one thing I leave behind It burdens me deeply I want you to know For as long as the sun it may shine There's one truth that's left, babies One I can find God damn it, you've got to be kind with St. Patrick's Day right around the right now, as you're listening to this, I wanted to talk a little bit about some Irish music. Just give you a few recommendations for good Irish music, that, or at least Irish music that I think is good, that uh, maybe, maybe if you're like me several years ago, you'll go to a St. Patrick's parade or party and you'll hear Irish songs and go... Yeah, I want to get into that, but I don't know where to start. Well, folks, I started, and I'm pretty deep in, so I want to give you a few places that maybe you can start. Some of these will be obvious. Some of them I think I've even talked about on the show before. I'm sure I've talked about some of them on the show. But uh, if you just need a quick St. Patrick's music primer or quick Irish music primer, uh, I'm just going to hit you with a few things that maybe you will be interested in. Uh, I'm going to start with the traditional and move to the less traditional, which is becoming traditional, I guess, uh, the contemporary, I guess, but everything contemporary is eventually traditional. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to spend a segment here talking about Irish music, and maybe you'll get some recommendations and you'll enjoy some of the stuff I'm talking about here. I don't know. I don't live in your head. There are, first and foremost, several great Irish music compilations out there. Honestly, if you just put Irish music as a search term into Spotify or on Amazon or something, you'll run across some pretty good compilations. Uh, if you see names like the Dubliners and the Irish Rovers and, uh, uh, what's his name, Paddy something, uh, uh, I've lost his name, but there, if you find good traditional Irish folk compilations out there. They're all over the place. You can just do that, and that'll probably serve a lot of you. But if you want to dive a little bit deeper than that, I'm going to recommend recommend a few actual bands here. I'm going to start with the Chieftains, who are one of the Irish bands, Irish traditional bands, that people talk about. Now, the thing that I've got in my hand that I'm going to recommend in particular doesn't have any of the really traditional drinking songs out there. In fact, Google Irish drinking songs and you'll find some good compilations. But uh, there is some really good Irish music made by the Chieftains that's in the traditional style with traditional instruments. And uh, I, any best of the Chieftains is going to get you some good, good music that's beautiful stuff and very traditional sounding. The thing that I'm particularly going to recommend is an album that came out in uh, 2012, it's called The Chieftain's Voice of Ages, and it's The Chieftain's, but with 
a bunch of people that aren't the chieftains that are just kind of providing vocals or providing additional instrumentation or whatever. It's sort of a, a sort of a uh, duets type thing with the chieftains. Uh, bon Iver is on there, the Carolina Chocolate Drops, the Civil Wars, back when they were still together. In fact, that's one of my favorite songs on here is the one that the Civil Wars do, even though I never really became a Civil Wars fan. Uh, the Decemberists are involved, Imelda May, Lisa Hannigan, The Low Anthem, uh, Carlos Nunez, uh, Paolo Nutini, uh, Pistolanis are on here, which another band you should check out. The Punch Brothers are here. The Secret Sisters are here. Uh, it's a really interesting mix of people, and it's uh, got traditional-sounding chieftain stuff mixed with stuff that's just, at, at least then, current artists. This is almost 10 years old now, but a little bit more up-to-date artists. Uh, the song with uh, the Decemberist, When the Ship Comes In, is great. My favorite thing on here is the song Lily Love by the Civil Wars. Uh, I also really like uh, Carolina Rua with Imelda May, uh, and that goes into a reel. And there are various things on here that are interesting. There's one that's very interesting toward the end of it. There's a NASA astronaut involved, uh, Katie Coleman, who takes a, uh, a, a tin whistle, a, a, an Irish whistle, into space with her and plays it, it was it was a, an instrument that had belonged to one of the original chieftains and plays it in space so there was irish music in space and it was recorded and put on this cd and that's really interesting and just kind of cool to hear from a historical perspective if nothing else the chieftains are great they're one of the go-to names for irish music very instrumental stuff most of the time you're like i said you're not going to find the traditional bar songs with the Chieftains, but you are going to find great Irish music that is absolutely worth your time. I particularly recommend Voice of Ages, but there are plenty of Chieftains best-ofs out there that'll be great for you to listen to, no matter who you are. However, if you want more traditional that still has the traditional vibe, but is the drinking songs, your stuff like Seven Drunken Nights and Whiskey in the Jar, and I'm sure they do a version of the, the Wild Rover on something, and like Nancy Whiskey and Seven Deadly Sins, and, and if, if, if you want that stuff, and even versions of Dirty Old Town and stuff like that, The Dubliners is a great place to go. The Dubliners, one of the bands that really sort of popularized that style of Irish music, the, the, the bar song, the drinking song. They're one of the guys who were the go-to for popularizing that. I'm holding in my hand a, uh, the very best of the original Dubliners. There have been a few iterations of the Dubliners. Uh, any best of you pick up from them is going to be great. This one I really, really like. Uh, the Dubliners are going to get you more of the bar song type of, type of vibe. Uh, as will the Irish Rovers, another band that I really, really like. Uh, the one that I've got in my hand here actually doesn't cover a lot of that stuff, except like Fiddler's Green is there and uh, the, a couple of things. I've, I picked up uh, Upon a Shamrock Shore, Songs of Ireland and the Irish is the one that I picked up from them. They have several albums out there, a bunch of best ofs where they do a bunch of the bar songs and whatnot. This is my own personal favorite. It's one of the first Irish CDs I ever got. It was a Christmas gift one year, I think from my dad that uh, I just really enjoyed, and it's been a regular in my uh, Irish listening every year, so I'm going to recommend that one. But anything that the Irish Rovers did, especially if you get one of their best-ofs that has a bunch of their uh, bar-type songs on it, that'll, that'll be a good time for you. So Dubliners, Irish Rovers, these guys were foundational to the 
what you think of as traditional Irish music, probably, and what you think of as the stuff that you want to sing along with at a bar or at a, 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 not a carnival, a parade, or that kind of stuff. You're probably thinking of the Dubliners or the Irish Rovers. And those two bands led pretty much directly to one of the bands that started the transition out of original Irish folk music into what became kind of Irish punk. Those bands pretty much led directly to the Pogues, fronted by Shane McGowan. The Pogues are sort of the gateway between traditional Irish folk music and, and and the Irish punk movement that's really found its feet in the last decade or so. They uh, are well known for their for Dirty Old Town and for uh, songs like uh, If I Should Fall From Grace With God. Uh, there's there, and, and dirt, uh, Dirty Old Town and uh, and that and uh, Streams of Whiskey. And there, there's there, there are a lot of Pogue songs that you're going to know if you hear them. Uh, but there's also a lot of Pogue songs that will be brand new to you if you've never heard them, but you'll still enjoy. Uh, really cool stuff, really fun stuff, starting to get a little bit more of the sort of 80s punk rock mentality in there, and, and Shane McGowan has ridden that wave for the following 40 years and done it very, very well. The Pogues are a band that you should really have something by them in your collection if you're going to be getting into Irish music. They, of course, became the gateway to bands that you've probably heard of, that you probably already like, bands like Flogging Molly and Dropkick Murphys. Uh, of those two bands, if you're unfamiliar with them, or if you know them but you don't know where to start, with Flogging Molly, everybody, everybody, everybody starts with Drunken Lullabies. One of my favorite albums that they've ever done, one of my favorite albums in general. Can't recommend that enough, but the rest of their career is just as good and just as interesting and just as fun, uh, and they don't lose any of their edge over time. There are times where they're more acoustic and more sort of laid back, but they don't lose their edge, and I adore Flogging Molly. I've talked about them on the show a lot in the past. If you want to get into Irish music and you don't have a copy of Drunken Lullabies in your collection, just what are you doing? You gotta get this album. It's great. Dropkick Murphys, pick an album and it's all gonna be fine, uh, <laughs> you know, basically. But I'm gonna recommend Sing Loud, Sing Proud. To me, that's their best one. It's the one that I grabbed onto the hardest the first time I heard it. It's got a lot of the traditional stuff on there. They've got a good version of Rocky Road to Dublin, a good version of... Uh, uh, good version of Wild Rover. It's it's And the stuff in between that's their own stuff is great, too. Uh, just a really good album, Sing Loud, Sing Proud. One of my favorite Irish punk albums. And there are other Irish punk bands out there. Those are the big two. I'm keeping it surface level for those of you who don't know where to start. Flogging Molly, Dropkick Murphys, great places to start for the upbeat, punk-rocky Irish thing that you hear so much every place you go now. Uh, I want to recommend one more kind of contemporary group, that, from what I understand, is a supergroup. Their most recent album came out in 2019, although I don't know anybody in the group. I think they're big names in Ireland and in Europe and in a certain kind of music, but I don't know them from outside of this band. That is my fault, and I'm going to be digging into them as individuals in the near future. But I want to recommend to you a band called The Gloaming. 
who I don't know if I've talked about on the show before, but Gloaming, G-L-O-A-M-I-N-G, which is uh, the time of night that's right sort of at going into evening, sort of that getting dark but not quite dark yet time of night. It's it's that time of night. You might think of it as dusk, but it's a little bit darker than dusk. That's the gloaming. And uh, uh, I uh, stumbled upon them actually last year, I think, maybe the year before, but I think last year, not knowing anything about them and bought up their three albums because I liked the sound. It's very earthy and sad and minimalist and and kind of... Uh, it's it's not toe tapping. It's not the fun stuff. This is the stuff that you can just imagine Cormac McCarthy talking about starving to death over the top of it. And uh, uh, I have an attraction to that kind of music, and I really enjoy the gloaming. It's very very beautiful, very pretty, but very kind of uh, overwhelmingly sort of down <laughs> in tone. It's uh, it's actually a perfect name for the band. It's something you want to listen to at that time of night, maybe when you've had one too many whiskeys and you just need to sit there and think about what you've done, you put on the gloaming. And uh, that's that's just a quick overview of some stuff you might enjoy if you have been meaning to get into Irish music and have just not ever known when to start. There are plenty of bands out there that I haven't mentioned. My favorite St. Louis band is called the Irish Airs. I actually don't even know if they're going to survive the shutdown of COVID because uh, they, you know, just they don't have gigs. Uh, and there are certainly plenty of, uh, if you go to any Irish place, any Irish uh, bar or restaurant in town, you'll find great musicians. An old friend of mine is named Kevin Buckley. He plays uh, Irish fiddle and Irish traditional music quite frequently at places like McGurk's and things like that. Uh, there are some great local St. Louis artists doing great Irish music. I'm sure in whatever town you're in, that is also true. But uh, if you just if you want a surface level, I just want to get into this and have some of it in my collection, Check out some of the bands that I just mentioned, uh, and they will lead you to more bands. As you get into them, you will learn more and end up listening to more that is like that, but not that, you know? So that's just a uh, foot in the door. I hope it helped you out, and I hope you enjoy your St. Patrick's Day and maybe get uh, get familiar with some of those songs on some of those albums that I mentioned as a result. I think that's going to do it for us, Checkmates. I uh, found out as I was recording this that I'm going to have the plumbers that I've been dreading uh, starting on my house here within the next couple of days. So we may or may not get a show next week, depending on what their progress is. Uh, That could get awkward and difficult. So uh, watch the blog. Watch emptychecking.blogspot.com. I'll announce if it's not going to be on there. I'll try to tweet and that kind of stuff too, but uh, check the blog. The blog is the place to go for updates on the show. Um, uh, Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen there. I don't know how difficult this is going to be, if it's going to be very disruptive or just kind of disruptive. It's going to be disruptive though. It's uh, starting apparently in two days. I was hoping for a little bit more notice than that, but that's 
that's where we are. So uh, maybe this episode will go up and you won't hear from me for a little bit. Uh, odds are I'm fine and I'm just frustrated with plumbing. So uh, that's that's where we'll be for a little while anyway. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, uh, please bear with me as that goes on. If you don't get a show next week, that's that's part of why I'm probably just displaced in a way that I can't do it or I'm so stressed out with everything else going on and that on top of it that I just can't do it. But uh, hopefully, hopefully you'll get a show, but please understand if you don't. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you, even if it's after St. Patrick's Day by the time this gets uploaded or by the time it reaches you. Uh, I hope you've had a wonderful day. I hope you're having a wonderful night. I hope you're having a wonderful whenever this is. And uh, thanks so much for listening to the show and for giving a crap about the stupid stuff I say. As I've been saying fairly regularly, please remember to wear a mask and to social distance if you have to go out, but please try to avoid going out where... We have the possibility of beating this thing. Let's take it. Part of the of the way we beat this thing is that you please also get the vaccine whenever you're eligible. Uh, please also remember that black lives matter and that trans rights are human rights. Be good to each other. Be good to yourself. Forgive each other and forgive yourself. And while you're doing all that, check us out next time. Aaron, go flubber!